Welcome back to the Wrestling Groupie Podcast. This is your host, Mike. We are 53 days away from WrestleMania. We are in the middle of WrestleMania season, in the middle of flu season. Everybody's sick, but we are going to persevere. We are going to push through, and we are going to have a great show. So, we're stopping at Monday Night Raw on the road to WrestleMania. The two main events, this was a pretty damn good show. WrestleMania season. Can you feel it? You can definitely feel it on this Raw with two main events. Uh, anytime you see Becky Lynch defending her title against someone like Asuka, that's the main event. That's the main event anywhere in the world. But uh, we're going to start off with the opening of course Raw most of the time. 99% of the time starts off with a uh, promo from Seth Rollins and his nameless group. This, this, come on, man. How long have they been a group now? They've been a group for what? A month? Get this damn team a name. Now, if you ever heard the New Day's podcast, the, they presented the New Day with horrible names, with a list of ridiculous names. I wonder if that's what happened here. If they gave these guys names, a list of names, and they just turned down every single one. But this is kind of getting, it's getting redundant, dude. Like, get these guys a name so we know what to call these people when we talk about them on uh, all these different uh, podcasts we do. But either way, go, you know, Seth Rollins starts off with the promo. He is the, he is still the leading champion. Right now, leading the show with the tag team titles. Right now, more than ever, it makes sense for him to be a tag team champion. Just just so that there's gold leading the show. Now, don't get me wrong. I can see Becky Lynch leading the leading the ship. But uh, by trusting it to Seth Rollins, he is turned out to be old faithful. He has turned out to be the uh, Triple H of this era. The man, he he really is just that damn good. But yeah, he starts off with the promo, just reminding everybody that we, the WWE universe, we made him this messiah. We gave him this, uh, this responsibility, basically, in his own words. And of course, he's uh, interrupted by Kevin Owens, who's a. Uh, Who's really just sick of hearing what Seth Rollins has to say. And you know what? Honestly, I swear that somebody from WWE is listening to these uh, podcasts because we're constantly getting Seth Rollins and KO every week. But they find a way to not make it the exact same every week. We got different endings. Uh... This one starts off, KO comes down, he interrupts the uh, Kevin Owens. And of course, uh, when it comes to Seth Rollins and KO and his group, you're going to get KO with uh, Samoa Joe and the Viking Raiders right now. Now the Viking Raiders, I really want to see them make more of a claim to get back toward those tag team championships. I know we don't do automatic rematches, which is why they haven't had a rematch. 
But the Viking Rangers having those tag team titles I mean what better team right now that can hold those titles than the Viking Raiders? Uh, but this is going to set up for uh, our uh, main event, which was a eight man tag. Uh, just real quick, run that back real quick. We got a KO and his group. They run down. They rush uh, Seth Rollins and his group. We get a quick brawl, a big brawl right here in the, at the beginning of the show. Uh, at the end of this brawl, the faces stand tall. Uh, and that's going to move us right into our first main event of the night, which was a top of the line. Definitely main event. I don't care what you say about it. Really surprised it was the be- at the beginning of the show. But I kind of get it. Well, you know what? It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense once you get to the end of the match. Uh... This match starts off with a super confident Becky. Uh, she she's hold, she's been hold, she's been holding that title for about three hundred and eight days, so that's a long long title reign. Uh, about three hundred and ten days now. This is two days after, of course. But uh, this is for the title. Uh, Becky Lynch takes control of this match at the very beginning. She Becky Lynch is on fire right now. I want to see Oscar hold that women's title. But not until after she, not not till after they find somebody to take those women's tag team titles away. Not until they take those tag team titles away from uh, Oscar and Kyrie Sane. And actually, I want to see can Kyrie Sane do something? I mean, Oscar's having all these singles matches. I know Kyrie Sane has a, got a concussion back at TLC, but I mean. She's a pretty damn good wrestler, and she's just kind of on the sidelines, which makes me—I wonder why. I mean, makes me wonder if her concussion is—if this is all concussion protocol, or she's just not gonna have any full matches right now. But Kyrie say can go; she can work. She needs to be in a match. Uh, but yeah, Becky Lynch takes control of this match until the commercial break. Right before we go to commercial, Oscar takes control for a little bit, and then uh, not long after that, Becky Lynch takes the match right back. This was really back and forth, uh, and the ending was really good. Just roll up after roll up after roll up, two counts. I mean, this was an exciting finish. Where uh, it looks like Becky Lynch actually won that match with a rock bottom. Caught me by surprise. Definitely caught Oscar by surprise. I mean, I haven't seen Becky use a rock bottom. She usually gets a, a tap out victory, but uh, she wins it with a rock bottom. So, right after this match, we get a nice run in from Shayna Baszler. Uh, honestly, I don't even know if I want to see Shayna Baszler on this roster right now, but at the same time, I guess what? You know what? I guess they are still doing call-ups. And Shayna Baszler on Raw. Hey, let's, let's just see where they go with it. Honestly, in my humble opinion, they didn't start this off correctly. My wife was watching it with me. She hated this. But you get uh, Shayna Baszler taking out her mouthpiece and just biting down on the back of Becky Lynch's neck. Uh... You get a great visual here when Shayna Baszler comes up from the bite, and she's looking like a uh, 
like a freshly risen Walking Dead zombie. Just an insane amount of blood, which which is completely unsanitary, but it's really over the top. My wife hated this moment. She was like, this is why people stop watching wrestling. Just because of stuff like this. This was uh, not really well done, in my humble opinion. But, hey, this is, this is all we're going to get so far. So let's just see where it goes. But uh, that's followed up by Mojo Rally in a tag match with Riddick Moss is a lineman taking on the Street Profits. Uh, honestly, the Street Profits entrance was longer than the match. This match was ridiculously short. Uh, I don't even think Mojo Riley got in on the match. Riddick Moss went in there. Ate a pin real quick. Uh, Street Profits get out of there with a quick win. With a splash from Montez Ford. Uh, and then right after the match, we get a a roll-up, which didn't look too strong. You would have thought Mojo Rowley would have been able to kick out of this, but Rick Moss rose up Mojo Rowley to steal the 24-7 championship. And honestly, this roll-up was ridiculous. He rolled him up. The referee was not expecting this. He rolled him up for a good 6-8 to eight count. You got to be like, Mojo Rowley, you did get in the match. Why couldn't you kick out of that? But Rick Moss wins it, and he takes off. So the 24-7 championship is back on the run. This, and right after this, we go right back to uh, Becky Lynch in the back. She's uh, supposed to be going to the ambulance, going to a medical facility nearby. And they do the whole Becky Lynch taking over the ambulance and snatching the guy out the ambulance and driving away in the ambulance with the sirens on. Uh, honestly, completely corny. Completely corny. You take... This is this is something that we complain about. You take the biggest star, one of the biggest stars you had since Oscar out of the women's division in NXT, you bring her up to Raw, and she's biting. Then you take your biggest women's star... Becky Lynch, and she's driving away in the ambulance to take herself to the hospital. Really, really, this is this is pretty. Honestly, it's trash. It's not well done. This is this is supposed to be WrestleMania season. I don't want to go into WrestleMania season with a match from Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler in a uh, in, when when they bite. Like, come on, bruh. Shayna Baszler is one of the best wrestlers in the women division today, anywhere in the world. Becky Lynch is as hot as she's ever been. She's probably gonna hold that title. Uh, let me see, three hundred eight plus, like, uh, right at a year. She's gonna hold the title right at, right in about a year, and they're biting now. What the fuck? Either way it goes, uh, I'm, as you can tell, I'm not feeling this angle, as I'm sure a lot of you aren't. If you are, uh, contact me, and let's argue about it. <laughs> Sounds good to me, but this takes us right into the uh, MVP lounge. M- MVP VIP lounge. 
Uh, Drew McIntyre is a special guest on this uh, this uh, in-ring interview segment. Honestly, I never saw MVP do an MVP lounge back in the day. This was right around the time he came in. Right around the time I kind of stopped watching, so I didn't get to see any. I didn't get to see a lot of his stuff back in the day. I do remember seeing MVP. He was good the times when I did see him. But this moment right here, uh, it's just to get over Drew. MVP offers to be a uh, be the manager for Drew McIntyre, which Drew McIntyre. Long story short, is like I don't need a manager. Uh, especially one that's uh, ass kisser like you. Basically, MVP takes a claymore uh, with a nice soft fall. He hits the couch, roll over. That's 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 how you want to. Uh, that's how you want to take a bump for him. That's how MVP needs to take a bump here from here on out. Like he's like MVP say here, his in ring career is behind him. So let's just see what we get out of that. Uh, I kind of want to see Drew McIntyre in the match. Maybe they don't want to take a chance on him getting injured right now. So close to WrestleMania. But I'd rather see uh, Drew McIntyre taking on some heavy, taking on some heavy hitters. Put him in the ring with Bobby Lashley. Put him in the ring with Rusev. This man is about to go fight Brock Lesnar. He needs to. He needs to be going through the toughest guys you got. No, I mean I know nobody's. There's nobody on the roster that can literally repair, literally pre- prepare you for a uh, Brock Lesnar. But this isn't how you do it. Not like this. Even if he gets a bunch of jobber matches, he needs to start getting. He needs to get victories every single week up until WrestleMania. But not forgetting this is Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw is three hours. They're not gonna they're not gonna put together three hours worth of matches every week. That's which is why we get so many video packages and and uh in ring promos and stuff stuff like this VIP lounge, which is followed right by, you know, the Orton and Edge reminder of what happened uh two weeks ago. But the next match is uh which is oh my god the next match Angel Garza versus Cedric Alexander hadn't seen Cedric Alexander in a while uh, he's been kicking it on main event tearing it up over there which is main event which is a little something they do right before Raw starts whenever you go to the whenever you go to a show Raw or Smackdown if you go to Raw you're gonna get main event which is about two just it's only like two matches maybe Right before the show starts, maybe three, uh, which is just usually a men's single match and then a, a women's singles match. And if you go to SmackDown, the you're gonna get SmackDown. You get one dark match before SmackDown starts. Then, then they're gonna they're gonna run SmackDown. Then they're gonna run uh, 205 Live, which is about three matches. And then you get another dark match, uh, title match at the end of the night. But yeah, that's where Cedric has been. Cedric has been on the main event, turning up over there. But then he comes in here and gets that ass toe up by Angel Garza. Angel Garza puts in very little effort before he beats Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander, who went undefeated for about a year, 
and one of the greatest uh, cruiserweight champions we've had. It's just ridiculous, bro. Cedric Alexander lost his match after one drop kick and the wing clipper. The wing clipper, I feel, is a pretty decent finisher. But one drop kick and a wing clipper? What is this, the 70s? Get it together, man. What the hell is this? Cedric Alexander is one of your best talents. There is no way he loses a match this fast with this little effort. Cedric Alexander, he kind of got in a few, he got his offense at the very beginning. But this match overall didn't even take five minutes. That's five minutes with interests. The the Zelina Vega talked longer than this match started. This this actual match was. Either way, go that goes right into the other person that's been tearing up a main event, Sarah Logan. Uh, she's been on main event tearing up with Dana Brooke. Well, she was until Dana Brooke got moved to SmackDown. But either way, goes Sarah Logan. She's off the main event now, but she's gonna lose in one minute to Rhea Ripley. So I'm guessing this they're gonna go right back to main event. They figure something out for Rhea Rip for uh, Sarah Logan and Cedric Alexander. Maria, uh, Shana, yeah, Sarah Logan. She goes out there and she loses super quick. Uh, Rhea Ripley didn't even look at Sarah Logan. She was looking at Charlotte, who watched the match from the ramp, from the top of the ramp. Um, which, after that, you get, you know, you get a quick exchange of words from Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Which Charlotte is basically, which I kind of like what Charlotte's doing right now. She's not going to say, yeah, I'm going to fight you, Rhea Ripley, at WrestleMania, because Rhea Ripley has a title match this Sunday. So we need to see what happens with the title match this Sunday. I mean, how mage would it be if Bianca Belair just snatches that title away from Rhea Ripley and just changes the game, changes the outlook of everything? This is it's WrestleMania season. You gotta stand out. You gotta you gotta make it. You gotta make sure that you don't get lost in the shuffle. This is the one time of the year when you cannot get lost in the shuffle. Everybody's working hard. You got to be at the top. You got to be at the top of your game in everything you do, in promos, in ring. Uh, but that's going to take us to uh, Lashley and Ricochet. Lashley was pretty much in control most of this match. But as he should be from, I mean, Lashley, he's, what, twice the size of Ricochet? He's gonna be. He's gonna dominate Ricochet as much as he can. But Ricochet, of course, he's the number one contender. So he got. He has to show his stuff. And this Ricochet is bumping and flipping and flopping all over the place. And he flipped and flopped himself right to a six thirty to take out Lashley, which was a pretty good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a good match. I liked it. I liked the length of it. Honestly, this match went longer than I thought it was gonna go. I thought this match was gonna be super quick. Because uh, that's that's just kind of how they do Bobby Lashley. Honestly, Bobby Lashley has not gotten a fair shake uh, since he's made his return. But I mean, he seems I mean, he's making he's he's casting checks. So let's just see where they take Bobby Lashley. I wouldn't mind seeing him be the next United States champion. Uh, and that's going to take us right to Randy Orton 
uh, Randy Orton actually came down to uh, give his explanation, but before he can get it out, Man Hardy wanted to come down and say his piece and spill his heart and spill his guts out to uh, Randy Orton and try to get an answer. Which all he had to do was sit back and listen like everybody else. Then you would have got your answer, bruh. But Matt Hardy went out there, took an RKO, and then uh, Orton made a uh, steer st- a steel, steel chair sandwich with uh, Matt Hardy's head. Just like he did with Edge. And it didn't have to be like that. It didn't have to be that way. It didn't have to be that way, Matt. It didn't have to be that way. You could have just waited. So, then we're going to hear from Ruby Riot. Not the worst interview. Basically, they just simply asked Ruby, uh, why'd you attack Liv? And she kept it sweet and simple. Liv is fooling us. She's saying that Liv, Liv is trying to be the woman that strikes when she says she's ready. But honestly, she's gonna prove Ruby is here to prove that Liv Morgan will strike when Ruby says she's ready. Says to strike. So Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan in a feud. Uh, sign me up for it. I want to see what happens. Uh, former Riot, 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 Riot Squad members going at it. Let's see what happens. I'm ready. Uh, then Alistair Black. Uh, last week he said he's gonna stop. He's gonna stop waiting for somebody to knock on his door. He's gonna start knocking on everybody else's door. So he ends up in the ring with uh, Akira Tozawa. Dude, this is just ridiculous. I'm sick of it. Akira Tozawa, another guy. Who is not a chump. He came from 205 Live. Not the greatest show in the world. But. What is this? Akira Tozawa and Aleister Black could have a great match. But not like this. With the. With the smallest amount of effort. Aleister Black takes out Akira Tozawa. Gives his cryptic promo at the end. I mean, come on, man. They got... Raw has great stars. Raw has way more talent than SmackDown. And they're totally not using it. Let me see. Let's just look at this real quick. Right after Aleister Black and Kira Tazara was uh, another quick, straight to the point... I'm right here. You don't have to bite me. Promo from Becky. Uh, But let's just run this back a little bit. If we take out the MVP VIP lounge, if we take away that 10 minutes, get that 10 minutes to Cedric Alexander and and, uh, Andrew Garza. Get that to them. Keep the uh, Ordinate Edge video. Take out the Randy Orton. Take out the Randy Orton promo. We can save that till next week. Give that ten minutes to Alistair Black and Akira Tozawa. Uh, 
And this beginning promo that took another, what, five or ten minutes? Scrap that. And give that time to Sarah Logan and Rhea Ripley. No, actually, Sarah Logan and Rhea Ripley. Leave that alone. Just leave it where it is. I don't want to see Sarah Logan go down like that. But Rhea Ripley is at her highest point. But yeah, take out a couple of those promos and give these give these guys some time to work. Akira Tozawa, he can have fans. Cedric Alexander, he should have fans. But you're not giving these guys any time to do what they can do. Cedric Alexander, he moved fast. He got a, he got a few. He got some stuff here. He tried to look good for. He looked good for a good minute. But Akira Tozawa just looked terrified to be in the ring with Aleister Black. But, ah, jeez, enough of that. Uh, let's just get to the main event. The the actual main event that they labeled the main event. Eight-man tag, uh, KO, Samoa Joe, and the Viking Raiders taking on Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy, and AOP. Uh, this was as good as it could get. This was this was as good as, uh, good as, you, good as you were expecting as you can expect from these caliber superstars. Uh, it's not much more I can say than, than uh, they know it's WrestleMania season. They know we're still, they, at this point, they were still 55 days away. They know you got to go hard. It's, good, it's go hard to go home right here. And they went hard. Great match, good main event, uh, worthy of its position of its position on the show. Nothing bad to say about this right here. Uh, just damn good, just damn good. But honestly, uh, not a whole lot of news going on outside of the ring right now. There is some, there is some, but uh, the probably one of the biggest things, if you're into the Bellas, is the fact that both Bella twins are pregnant right now. And only with without a, within a, a week of each other, so in a way that's a bit interesting. But other than that, it's been a good night. Uh, thank you guys for making it through this with me. I know I sound a little stuffy. That's because I am stuffy. Uh, like I say, it's flu season. I did get my flu shot, uh, so it's actually not hitting me that hard. But thanks, guys, for listening. This is the Wrestling Groupie Podcast, your podcast. Contact me on Facebook. Get in on the show. Get in on the conversation, man. Take over. Host a show for me. Let me ask you questions. Let me interview you. I want to know where your heart is with wrestling. If you listen to the AEW show, the very beginning of that show, you'll see where my heart is in wrestling. And honestly, I just listen to it. It's a, it's a pretty good show, man. Check out the AEW review. And, uh, yeah, get on the show, man. Let me, let me, uh, let me hear where your heart is. Okay, yeah, stay mage. Take it easy. I see you in a couple of days. Peace.